Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Kicking lifers, how we doing today? Hopefully you're having a fantastic day. Master Grogan coming at you again with another amazing Kicking Life podcast. Beside me here, I got my best buddy back in the house, my oldest son, Austin Grogan. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. He's got his radio voice going, and he's back in action. Austin, how we feeling, bud? Better now that I'm in the booth. <laughs> Something crazy about that, isn't it? You're kind of dragging a little bit this morning sometimes. I mean, it happens to me quite a bit, more than I like to admit. But you get up, you get active, you get going, and then you step inside this recording studio and bang! Crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. It's sort of like when you head into the uh, the martial arts academy. You walk in there and it's like, boom! It is. How it's- would you... How well, how would you describe why that happens? I mean, what would, what do you could you can you put your finger on it or maybe just kind of say it, it's it's crazy? But I, I don't know. I just want to get your take on how um, uh, how you think that happens. You're kind of dragging a little bit, but you step into a place that uh, you know you're meant to serve others, or you're going to bring out your best, and it somehow changes how you're feeling. What's your thoughts there? I think it's just because of the overall positive attitude of everybody there and, and everybody wants to help each other and we're all a big family to make everybody their their personal best. And, you know, just being in that environment of positivity and everybody smiling and being happy to see you and, and nice conversations and, and truly doing our best to help other people just puts a smile on my face and, and makes you feel good about yourself. You know, I think with anybody's job, it's it's hard to get out of bed sometimes. Uh but especially with this one, um, I don't even consider it a job. I, I love it. Um, it's it's awesome. Well, that's fantastic. And unfortunately, there's a lot of folks that go to jobs that are just, uh, you know, killing them inside and out. And I know I've worked at plenty of those jobs in the past. Uh, you go into it and, well, even going in, before you go into it, you're dreading it like crazy. And you get there. And statistically, it says that more people have their first heart attack on Monday mornings between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Because they're going into a job that they absolutely hate, a job that they actually, you know, does no good for them. So what's the solution to that? Don't get caught in that complacent, proverbial round hole. Get outside that. Easier said than done, absolutely. But I talk to people all the time. They're in their 20s and 30s, and they've been working their job for a handful of years. Even, I guess, in their 30s, and say, well, I've got 10 years in, or I've got 15 years in. I say, yeah, but you've got another 50 years of life. Do you want to put another 50 years into living the way you're living now? And they said, well, it's easy for you to say. Well, yeah, it's easy for me to say. And I, I get that. And it's not easy for them to do or to move on. But you have to look at the big picture. And you're right, Aust. That's kind of going to – and Zig Ziglar talked about how he had uh, had a knee injury. And it, it, it's kind of funny because one of the guys says, oh, it must be age. And Ziglar goes, obviously the guy wasn't very smart because he would realize that my other knee was the same age. <laughs> So, obviously, a silly joke there, but Ziegler had said that he doesn't understand the medical benefit of putting a microphone around his neck, but when he got on stage, he was himself for three hours, 
out there moving and up and down and excitable, even though his, his knee had hurt. He says, but once he took that microphone off, then his knee started hurting again. And the reason he said, he said, because when I was on stage, I wasn't thinking about myself. I wasn't thinking about my knee. I wasn't thinking about my limitations. All I was thinking about is how I can best serve others. Is that crazy? Amazing. I love it. Is that good stuff? I mean, think about it. When you go to the academy, sometimes you're dragging. Come in here, sometimes you're dragging. But when you're doing something to help somebody else, you are putting yourself in the background. I'm here to serve someone else. And then that brings out your true passion and energy. So back to going to a job that you hate. That's not a good way to live life, folks. Make a change. It's not easy, but you can do it. We've talked, uh, you know, and I'm still flying high about getting back from the Zig Ziglar conference, you know, becoming a Ziglar Legacy certified trainer and coach. Just like, yeah, baby. All these things to take, take things to the next level. But obviously, to kind of uh, those, Ziegler says we're endowed with the seeds of greatness. We all are. We're all born to win. But Tom Ziegler's son says we have to choose to win. And we talk about that quite a bit on some previous episodes. And we'll talk about it more on some episodes coming up. Just you're born to win, baby. You're endowed with the seeds of greatness, but you have to choose to win in order to make it happen. And I like to say, hey, what are you going to do about it? It's your choice. So today we're going to talk about, Austin, um, a couple different things. I know we brief, briefly talked about it, but the positive qualities in me, the positive qualities in yourself that you give to the world. And we got a little thing we do, and folks at home listening, I want you, if you're in your car, obviously don't do this, but think about it. I want to plant the seed inside you. Something, it's kind of crazy. I came back from the conference, and I uh, was all excited about this, and I shared it with my wife, and she goes, Oh, we've been doing that with Emmett for a couple of times now. I'm like, you have? Of course, the wording was a little different. She, he just took the letters of his name and wrote out kind of positive quality character traits and values for him or what he thought of himself. So essentially how you do it, like Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N, he's going to take the first letter of his name, A, and mention a couple positive qualities or positive values of him. Austin, what do you have for A, buddy? This Active and authoritative. This ah. could have been, well, never mind. Oh, now, here's the weird thing. Once you write them out, then you start thinking of other words. Like, what other words popped in your head? Awesome. <laughs> Good stuff. And so for me, for Rich, I wrote resilient and reliable. And then you move on. And, uh, you know, I'll go through mine. I'll let Austin reflect over his a little bit. But I want you to start thinking of your name. Whatever your name is, take that first letter. And think of a positive quality or positive trait or some value that describes you. So the I would be impactful with integrity. The C, you know, R-I-C-H for rich. The C would be courageous and confident. The H would be for hope and happiness. And then if I wanted to do rich erd to make it tougher on myself, I did that. A, attitude of awesomeness. The second R for Richard, resourceful and my right hook of reality, and then the D is determined and dedicated. So what you can do with that, you can actually put that into an affirmation. It could sound something like this. I am, and then affirmation is, of course, you're, you're, you're kind of qualifying it. This is who I am. And as we know with the subconscious mind, it, it can't tell the difference between dream and reality. The subconscious mind is non-biased in any way. What you feed it is what it's going to thrive on. What you put in there is what it's going to process. You hear about stinking thinking? Yeah. Uh, Zig Ziglar says, stinking thinking develops a disease called hardening of the attitudes. <laughs> and when you have a hardening of the attitude, you need to check up from the neck up. 
You like that one, Austin? That was awesome. <laughs> Check up the neck up. So anyway, putting this in affirmation. I am resilient and resourceful, impactful. I have integrity. I am courageous and confident. I have hope and I bring happiness to others. I have an attitude of awesomeness. I am resourceful and I deliver a right hook reality. I am determined and dedicated. And then I could finish it off to being my personal best, to being the best person God intended for me to be. So it's a little affirmation, but I'm using the letters of my name. And hopefully while I'm talking here, you're kind of thinking of the letters of your name and putting those together. It's a great uh, tool. Instructors, uh, this show will air on Monday, so it may air before we get together, but we're going to do this on Monday. So just a little tease for you. And others out there in the martial arts community, please do this yourself. Do this with your students and your parents and your team and others in any field. Do these things. Just put this together. Spend a few seconds or a few minutes. But, you know, at that time, even if it was a couple minutes, think about the value you're bringing. Think about the positive seeds you're planting in your mind. All right, Austin, I gave you some time to think. You're, you've read your list? Yes. All right, buddy. <laughs> Turn it over to you, baby. You're up. Awesome. So active and authoritative, understanding, sincere and self-disciplined, teachable and truthful, integratable, and then I, I put intelligent. That's, you know, I'm doing my best to get more intelligent by reading. Don't beat stuff. yourself up. <laughs> and then the end, never give up. Can you, can you put that in affirmation? I'm going to make you struggle here on the air. You can do it. We're helping our folks that are listening at home. I, Austin, am active and authoritative. I'm understanding. I'm sincere and self-disciplined, teachable and truthful, integratable and intelligent, and I will never give up, ever. Fantastic. Let's give Austin a hand, folks. Yeah, baby. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good. Hey, so does that, does that kind of describe you? Yes. Describe the person you are, describe the person you want to be. A little bit of both. There you yeah. go. Good um, humble answer. Yeah, some of the quality. well, all the qualities, obviously, I can do my best to get better at. You can always improve. So I'm doing my best to get better at those, and, and hopefully that'll be me better described in the future. Uh, there you go. It's a good way to look at it. But by, by putting it together like that, now, did I pick those for you? No, you picked them for yourself. And that's the powerful tool. You're writing the name, your name, but it's a connection with you. And you know the most special word in the English language to everybody? Their name. Their own name. Everybody loves hearing their own name. You know, think about this for a second. <clears throat> your own name is obviously, and then it's kind of identified with your picture. And I say that because anytime there's like a group picture taken and somebody sends you that group picture or tags you on social media with that group picture, Who's the first person you look for? Yourself. <laughs> Think about that, folks. You know it's true. You look for yourself. And everybody loves hearing their name called. It's the most special word in the English language, or I guess any language, <laughs> to anybody. Boom. That's because everybody's wearing a sign. What's that sign say, Austin? Make me feel special. That's awesome. You know, Emmett said that the other day. I was pretty <laughs> proud of him. I forgot where we are at, our 10-year-old, and said something. I don't even know what the heck we were talking about. But he said that, you know, everybody's wearing a sign. The sign says, make me feel special. Like, what the heck? <laughs> what planet's this kid from? Good, good, good. So, folks, there's your homework. Work on that. But we've got more. We're not dying yet. This, we're only 11 minutes into this, baby. With that being said about planting the positive seeds, with planting uh, the, the, I guess the right seeds, 
with putting the right things in your mind and then talking about the subconscious mind and how it's non-biased in any way, shape, or form. It has no idea. All it knows is what you feed it, and it continues the process on that. I'm going to bring up a little scenario. So, Austin, if um, you had your house, and you had a beautiful house, you had a beautiful white carpet, and I came in one night and just muddy shoes, stepped in some dog (laughs) doo-doo, Grab, had a bucket of trash. I'm talking old, stinky, horrible, rotten trash. I come swishing my feet across your white carpet floor. I take this trash, dump it in the middle of your white floor, and then start grinding it in the ground. Are you getting a visual? Can you see it? Can you guys see what I've done here? Now, this is your white carpet. This is your beautiful house. I have just pretty much decimated your floor with garbage, dog poo, and stink and filth. Would that make you mad? Extremely. Yeah, what would you want to do? Well, you probably I want, want to, smack you to me. clean it up and then get out of my house. <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> yeah, you would not be happy if I did that. Well, the same thing happens every day to our minds. We allow people to track through our minds the garbage, the toxic waste, the dog poo, <laughs> the mud on our beautiful white floors, the white canvas in our mind. We allow people to do that. We allow people to dump that toxic waste on it, and we do nothing about it. What do you think of that? Powerful. Very powerful. Very powerful. We allow them to impact us. We allow them to plant the seeds. Now, somebody did that to your carpet, you'd want to smack them around or get out the shotgun and say, hey, you clean it up, or we're going to add a little stain to that floor, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I bring that up. Obviously, I'm being silly here. But we allow that to happen by what we listen to, what we read, who we talk to. That is dumping, for the most part, if you're watching Constantly Negative Network and any news media for an extended period of time. What are you laughing at? <laughs> constantly, never mind. Well, CNN, Constantly no, Negative Network. Was, I've never heard it. That was funny. <laughs> you never heard that? I say that all the time. Well, I... Anyway, <laughs> and that's all news media sources. That just is a great acronym for them. But it's just dumping toxic waste on your beautiful canvas, your mind. And then your mind, and once again, is going to continue to process, going to continue to think, going to continue to, to uh, look for more. It's crazy, but that's just how it works. You like that example? Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah, just pretty good. good. I'm going for very good, but okay. Oh, sorry. All right, I got one more for you. You ready for this one? What I want you to do from now on, every morning when you get up, I want you to shovel a big hunk of dirt out of the yard, Got my permission. Dig a big chunk of dirt out of the yard. <laughs> okay, try to sell the house. You're trying to sell the house, but I want a big holes. Well, the dog's digging holes in the yard anyway. <laughs> so anyway, you're going to dig up a big po- uh, shovel of dirt. You're going to go over to your truck. You're going to open up the oil pan and dump, well, I guess the oil where you put oil in, the oil cap, and dump that dirt right in your engine block. I want you to do it day after day after day. How's that, how's that truck going to run? <laughs> I'd really rather not do that. Why not? <laughs> Because I don't think it, w- I mean, it might run for a day or two, or like a, not long though, it's going to shut down. So if you constantly dump dirt on your engine block, your engine is going to seize up. The truck's not going to run, right? Yes. So what's my point? That if you keep dumping dirt and letting people dump dirt into your brain on your white canvas, then you're going to shut down or be engulfed in the negativity and believe it. And, like I said, be engulfed in it. And you're not going to run very well, are you? You're not going to run very well. You're not going to think very well. And why do I say a white canvas? Mm -hmm. Because everybody can kind of picture a a white canvas. 
Now, when we're born, we are a blank slate. We're a white canvas. Think about martial arts. We all start off as a white belt, right? Start off as a white belt because it's a blank canvas for the instructor to paint on to help the student become and be, be their very, very best. As a child, we're born with a blank canvas for the parents to paint on. And sometimes parents, unknowingly, we paint the wrong things on them. And then we introduce our kids to <laughs> society as a whole, and society paints the wrong things on their canvas. But here's the deal. We can always flip that baby over, flip that sheet over, start a new canvas. Now, same thing with a garden. If we got some rotten roots, we can dig that garden up, right? Get down to the fertile soil. The engine block, you've dumped dirt in there for years. That ain't running very well. We can break that engine down. Get that dirt out of there. Somebody comes and dumps toxic waste on your, your living room floor. Well, you get it cleaned up, you steam clean the carpet, right? Yeah. Maybe you have to hire somebody to do it. Maybe you need to hire a counselor if you've had a, a ton of toxic waste dumped on your brain. Maybe bad things have happened to you throughout your life. But you do those things in order to live your best possible life. And the thing we've been talking about a lot lately, Austin, coming back from the Ziegler Conference, was building the best you, right? It, yeah. That is right. Yeah, thanks, Austin. Thanks for confirmation there. Building the best you. So, Austin, on the positive qualities of me, when you wrote out your name here, what did you think of that? Is that pretty powerful? Yeah, it's it's more powerful than I thought it would be, for sure. I, it, it gets you thinking on what you can do to better yourself, and then you think of all these words that start with the letters of your name, and you're like, eh. so, you know, you can definitely, I can definitely do my best to, to be better um, at all the things, so maybe there's some more words on here next time. So you got the creative juices flowing, which was tough, right? Yes. Because I pushed you outside your comfort zone. Now, be honest, tell the listeners, when you first are I'm so glad and grateful you, you got up and you're with me here today on the podcast, as always, I just love spending time with you, buddy. When I first asked you to do that, what was your thoughts? Be honest. First asked me to do the yeah. Austin thing. I don't know. I was like, okay. Yeah. What the heck's dad had me do now? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when I was at this at the conference, when I first had to do it, as excited I was, I kind of thought, oh, all right. Why? It was something different. It was something new. And as excited as I am about anything coming from Zig Ziglar, I was a little reluctant. He's and an excitable person, folks. <laughs> yes, I am. Almost 49 years young. <laughs> Getting close. 48 and a half or three quarters or seven eighths, whatever it is. Austin, you're closing in on 19. Unbelievable. 19 candles. Woo! So anyway, do it, folks. Okay? I know you're going to think, well, oh, this guy, what does he, he always asking me to do goofy stuff. I asked you to do the goofy stuff because I know what a profound impact it's had on me and will have on you because you're changing your thinking. You're changing your mindset. You're kind of cleaning up some of that toxic waste that's in you. It's unfortunately been planted in your mind. Second thing, also, I just gave you a little present today. What does it say? Zig Ziegler's little book of big quotes. There we go. And folks, I extended an offer to uh, some of us last week that uh, anybody that goes on our Facebook page and gives a little shout out from the podcast saying, hey, listen to the podcast, please send me the uh, Zig Ziegler book. First five that did it got a book. And you know what? Let's do it again. So. You go to the Facebook page where this podcast is listed, uh, Kicking Life with Master Grogan. Give me a little shout-out. Let me know. Say, please send me the book. Don't put your address and all that stuff <laughs> on the Facebook feed. I'll reach out to you and private message you to get your address and stuff, but I'll send you a book and uh, free of charge, but it'll be a great book. I'll even sign it for you and put your name you know, to, to you from me, 
and then I'll, I'll I'll give you a scribble of my autograph on that. What do you think of that, Austin? That sound cool? It's very nice of you. It sounds super cool. Yeah. You didn't have to ask. Just being my son, you got one. Thank you, and I got it signed, too, and it even <laughs> says my name. <laughs> Did I really sign yours? Uh, You said your dad. Okay. It says from your dad. I, I signed the ones to the instructors. I didn't, know, I didn't think I signed the ones to the family. <laughs> Sometimes I get in autograph mode, and I, no, I don't want to shut it off. <laughs> so, so, Austin, with that Zig Zig little book of big quotes, have you had a chance to kind of thumb through it just a little bit? Just a little bit. I have not made through most of the pages yet, but holy cow, there's some amazing quotes in here that that get you thinking about a lot of different things and just different ways of things a lot of um, you've already heard, but it makes you think about them a little more because it's, it's a better way of presenting them. Sure, and well, Zig had always talked about that uh, he, uh, he presented things at the seventh grade level because – you want to keep it simple enough so even the college professors could understand. <laughs> How's that for a right hook of reality? But no, he talked about simplicity is the best way. He said he was, and it's a line I use all the time, he made the top half of the graduating class possible because he wasn't in it. That's a line I use all the time. So try and keep things simple so everybody can understand it. If you get too complicated, uh, you know, one, you're, you're eliminating a lot of, large part of the audience, and you're also intimidating people. You keep it fun, you keep it light, you keep it real, you keep it simple. Obviously, you're going to connect with a lot uh, a lot more, and it's going to be more impactful. And it's easier to remember, right? Yes, nobody likes to be talked down to with big words that nobody understands. Yeah. Well, but, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> I know who your dad is. <laughs> All right, buddy, fire off one of your favorites in the book there. And, there's, and, and, and granted, it's uh, the uh, little book of big quotes. I don't know how many pages it is. 20-something pages, but it's a little one. 27 pages. But he's got, I don't know, on average, five to six quotes a page. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you fire off one or two that you really like. And then and I, I know our listeners have heard just about every one of these from me, but I'm going to go ahead and share with it. And sometimes the, the quotes, I don't have them exact because I'm going off memory. I've got them wrote down here, so <laughs> I'm going to give you the exact quote. Go ahead, Austin. It's not what happens to you that determines how far you will go in life. It's how you handle what happens to you. And I thought that was pretty darn powerful because, you know, everybody with the poor me and, you know, my life's horrible and I want to be in someone else's shoes and everything like that. But I feel like if you just took a turn and even though something you may not have wanted to happen to you um, happens, then you can just be positive about it and think of the best solutions and everything like that If, if you just get in that pity party and, of negativity, there's no, there's going to be zero solution whatsoever, and it's just going to make it worse and worse. So, um, I like that quote. It's awesome, Austin. Awesome, Austin. Hey, what's um, <laughs> what's the bad thing about a pity party? There's no presents. Yes. <laughs> Nobody brings gifts to a pity party. They only bring more what? Pity. Pity. Yeah. You know that reminds Gross. me of, and and this wasn't one of the quotes, but you're saying that. I just kind of looked through the book here. It's uh, other people and things can stop you temporarily. You're the only one who can do it permanently. It kind of feeds right off oh, yours, doesn't it? That was, that was a better one. Well, was, They're all great. They're all great. Just kind of picked up on that one because you, you started it, baby. And that's something we talk about the meetings all the time at the academy, just getting the ball rolling with a thought. And what happens there? One thought leads to several. Yeah. Bing, Bing, bang, boom. Off each other's. It, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, as soon as one person has like a thought and instead of maybe it's not 
very practical and we couldn't actually use it instead of just shutting it down out of the gate saying, nope, um, we kind of feed off it. Well, that's a good idea. What if we did this? And then, you know, the, our brains start bouncing off each other and then we have an awesome idea or ideas. Ideas, yeah, very good. And that's how you stimulate thought and growth, right? Instead of in leaders out there, managers out there, bosses out there, entrepreneurs out there, that's what you want to do. You want to engage and involve your team because five minds are a heck of a lot smarter than one. And that's where our, where the academy has turned around. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even have the words for how what direction we're headed now because of that very thing. Instead of just Master Grogan saying it, and that's what we're going to do, now I've got a great team that we've built, and I come up with an idea, and usually it's, I don't want to say it's not very practical, but it's it's out there because now uh, that's part of my thing. I'm just extremely creative thinker. I mean, way out there beyond the realm. But if I can stimulate thought to get the ball rolling and then bounce it off them, before you know it, they've come up with something amazing. And the best thing about that is they're the ones that really came up with the idea. It's not like I told them we're going to do this. I suggested the idea, let them run with it, and everybody feels better when they feel they're a part of the decision-making process, but also if they come up with a solution. You know, they come up with this, and then usually it's more ideas than we can do for a week, so we'll table a couple of them. You know what? That's a great idea. Let's hold that off. We'll run with that next week, but let's go with this one this week. And therefore, everybody wins. Everybody feels a part of it. What do you think about that? Did you realize that's what I was doing to you guys? Mm, not really. <laughs> I'd love to say I'm that smart that I figured that out on my own, but I did not. I was told that by somebody else and involved the team. So that's my advice for our leaders out there and also parents out there working with kids. That's a great way to do it as well. Speaking of kids, the next one I've got is uh, uh, about kids. The best way to raise positive children in a negative world is to be the positive parents who love them unconditionally and serve as excellent role models. So parents, kids, they pick up on everything we do. They pick up even more on the things we don't want them to pick up on. We know that. <laughs> Remember the example I gave not too long ago about uh, the lady in the car with her daughter and the somebody pulled out in front of them and the mom was just about to light the person up before she could even open her mouth. The daughter starts screaming out, you idiot, you dummy, I can't believe you did that. You almost killed us. And the mom's like, oh, uh, what the heck? She looks in the rearview mirror and she sees a reflection of herself. So she, she's the one that threw those words in her daughter's mouth pretty much, essentially. What else you got over there, Austin? I see you're looking through. <laughs> you already have every characteristic. Oh, this is one. not Say it again. to do with kids. You already have... Well, kind of. You already have every characteristic necessary for success if you recognize, claim, develop, and use them. So what that, what my kind of take on that was, I just read it. Um, you know, ev everybody is, is special in their own ways, and I believe God gave every uh, human a special gift, and a lot of us never actually find it, and that's why we don't succeed um and so you know you gotta do your best to find out yourself find the gift inside you and and really do your best to develop it and and use it um and you will be successful i, I believe everybody can be successful and has a special gift that no one else has it's just a matter of figuring it out wow very nice very nicely said austin that kind of rolls and this was a big poster that was at uh, ziggler headquarters there and it was referenced so many times during the conference. Man was designed for accomplishment, engineered for success, 
and endowed with the seeds of greatness. That's really good. Boom, right there. And then it's kind of a follow-up. You were born to win. But to be a winner, oh, sorry, you were born to win. But to be the winner you were born to be, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and then and only then can you legitimately expect to win. Nice. Yep, yep. You will make a lousy anybody else, but you will make the best you in existence. Ah, fantastic. These great folks, we're talking about these quotes from Zig Ziglar, the Ziglar little book of big quotes, and we're just kind of randomly going through and picking some and then kind of <laughs> analyze them a little bit. And uh, the kind of follow-up to that, kind of talking about oftentimes people feel stuck in their position, stuck where they're at. This is a perfect one for that. If you don't like who you are and where you are, don't worry about it because you're not stuck either with who you are or where you are. You can grow. You can change. You can be more than you are. And Jim Rome kind of finishes that off saying, you're not a tree. Get up and move. <laughs> That's not a good one. Good, good, good. And I kind of wanted to say oh, one. got another one. Keep it going, babe. Short and sweet. Take time to be quiet. And I think that kind of means uh, with what I was talking about earlier with you have to, you know, figure out your tools that only you are given to use them. Um, you know, everybody needs alone time just – well, everybody needs alone time, first of all. But really just take the time to think about yourself. And this is what I struggle with. I need to do better at it. That's why I'm reading it right now. Um, just to figure out why did God put me on this planet? What can I do to not only better myself but to better others and, and do my best to make the world a better place and – you know, it's, I think that's worth, well, not worth. I think that everybody can, can take that time to to do that and, and figure out what their purpose is because sometimes it's very hard to figure that out. Folks, anybody out there, can you relate to that? I think we all can. That's tough. You know, Mark Twain said, the two greatest days in a human's life, the day you were born and the day you figure out why. Powerful, I know. Good stuff, good stuff. I think we all can relate to that, Austin. And this book, it's just some fantastic things. So, Austin, excellent. I'm so proud of you for reading those things. So tell me and tell the listeners here by kind of going through in just a short little thing. It's really stimulating the mind to think a little bit, isn't it? It really is. I mean, it's crazy. And the, the title is pretty cool, but you're thinking, oh, well, what's it going to do for me? But a little book of big quotes. It's a power, folks, of what you put in your mind. We put toxic waste in there, just like I talked about the example earlier of dumping that on your living room floor. You wouldn't stand for that, yet we stand and we allow people to dump waste on something more valuable than a floor. A floor can be cleaned. A floor can be replaced. The engine block, dumping dirt in there, it can be cleaned out. It can be replaced. But your mind cannot. And those seeds, the deeper and deeper and deeper, you allow those negative thoughts and seeds to, to, to penetrate into the soil and the earth. And then the bigger those trees grow, and they're harder and harder to get rid of. Doesn't mean you can't, but it takes time. Start right now, chopping those weeds up, digging that soil up, cleaning that carpet, if you will, cleaning that canvas in your mind. And that rolls on to my two absolute favorite Ziegler quotes of all times. One I say all the time on here, and it, it just these two have been more of a profound impact on my life than anything else. The one is you can have everything in life you want, if you'll just help enough other people get what they want, putting others first. But with that being said, in order to give them the, your very best, you have to be your very best. You have to be your personal best. You have to continue to build to be the best you you can be in order to best serve others, to be their very, very best. 
But what that means is put yourself first, yes, to be the best person you can be to help out others, but put others ahead of you when you, like the thing about Zig Ziglar's knee hurting, right? Mm -hmm. When he went on stage, just like today, you weren't feeling the best when you got up, but you're here in the recording studio and you're killing it, man. Why? (laughs) Because you're putting others first, right? Yes. Yes. Thanks. So you can have everything in life you want. Austin, you're so humble. If you will just help enough other people get what they want. And you've heard me say that one so many times. Um, and, you know, the story goes back in 2012, I'd never heard of Zig Ziglar before. And I'd heard of him from a webinar I was watching and listening to. Next thing I know, I've got better than good audio CD and picking you and Madeline up from school. And you guys are like, Dad, what the heck is this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I made you listen to it. But it was good. It was great. And it's led to this. So my all-time favorite, also, I don't know if you, you, you realize this one. I don't say it enough, but it really, really impacts me because it's exactly everything I've been talking about, about planting the right seeds, surrounding yourself with the right people, and just your, your general input. Here it is. You are what you are and where you are because of what has gone into your mind. You can change what you are and where you are by changing what goes into your mind. Now, how simple, but how profound and how impactful is that? You are what you are and where you are because what has gone into your mind. You can change where you are and what you are by changing what goes into your mind. Now, is that something we've been talking about the whole show? It is, and it, this quote I just found kind of goes along with that. This is fun stuff, isn't it? Going back <laughs> it and is, forth with quotes. Cool. And they're all like not, they're all on different pages too. It's, it's cool. You don't drown by falling in water. You only drown if you stay there. Boom! So you don't, drown mentally if all these negative seeds are in your garden you only drown if you harvest those seeds and let them grow instead of digging them out and planting the good seeds that's fantastic that is fantastic and the water we all we all battle our daily we'll be maybe pushed in the water so to speak right but we choose to get out or wallow there and drown very good austin very very good man thank you zig ziglar so you're going through and finding more and more. It's a little uh, pretty good book here, isn't it? Yeah, this is quite cool. Quite cool. You got another one? I see you you're contemplating the thought there. Oh, I was just reading. I'll read, I'll read it. All right. When you give a man a dole, you deny him his dignity. And when you deny him his dignity, you rob him of his destiny. Uh, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a good one, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, it means... Uh, essentially, you can help people. That's what we talk about all the time, doing your very, very best to help them become the people they were born to be, but they're the ones that inevitably have to make the choice to do it. You can't do it for them because if you do it for them, they have no respect. They have no appreciation. You know, and that gets back to kind of what we talk about a little bit with the entitled mindset. Uh, I'd read something uh, just the other day, and it said, you have an attitude of gratitude. We all have heard of that before. Or you have an attitude of entitlement. When you have an attitude of entitlement, and statistics show people with that attitude of entitlement end up more times than not serving jail time because they feel they're entitled to steal this. They feel they're entitled to take this when it doesn't belong to them. With an attitude of gratitude, they're grateful for what they have. Now, how profound is that? An attitude of gratitude or an attitude of entitlement? And the same thing what you just read here. You, you, when you do everything for folks, you do everything for them, and they don't do anything for themselves, you steal them of their dignity. So like, sort of like when people, kids get a grade they didn't earn, you steal them of their dignity because now they expect it every single time. Bang! Bang. 
That's a right hook, isn't it? Oh, here's a here's a right hook too. Awesome, good stuff. <laughs> the chief cause of failure and unhappiness is trading what you want most for what you want. Oh, I skipped over some words. Let's just restart. Yeah, I know where it's going, folks. <laughs> he's teasing you here. You know where it's going. All right, buddy. The chief cause of failure and unhappiness is trading what you want most for what you want now. So basically my take on that is if you discipline yourself now to do the things you have to do when you have to do them, but but this is another quote. I'll keep going. I'm just kind of reading it off the top of my head. Um, Then eventually if you have the discipline to do it all now, do what you have to do when you have to do it, um, working hard, grinding, um, then later in life it'll pay off and then you'll get to do the things you want to do when you want to do them. Fantastic. Yeah, that's, well, and uh, Jim Rohn talks about we all suffer two types of, uh, um, of pain, the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. The pain of discipline weighs mere ounces, where the pain of regret weighs tons. And to kind of paraphrase what Zig Ziglar had said, when you do the things you need to do when you need to do them for long, you'll be able to do the things you want to do when you want to do them. An ounce of discipline will save a ton of regret. Yeah. Where's that at? Why, that's from you. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, folks, hopefully you enjoyed the show here. We're just rattling along. We're at 37-minute mark here. Try and keep this baby at, uh, you know, the 30 to 40-minute. We found that's the most uh, uh, prime listening, I guess, time frame. So that's where we're going to try and go with. Austin, you have another quote you want to send them away with, or are you you're good? Yes. When you put faith, hope, and love together, you can raise positive kids in a negative world. Fantastic. Good stuff. So I, I can see you're just your eyes and minds going nuts just reading through all this book as fast as you can. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's very good. I, I just want to say the one more as Oh, see, you can't stop, folks. And hey, as a reminder, when this comes out, go to our Facebook page, A Kicking Life with Master Grogan, and just say, Hey, please send me that book, the Zig Ziglar little book of big quotes. I'll take your name, I'll send you a private message, we'll get your address, and we'll get it sent over to you. And these are all just just very little of of what the book actually is. This is just a little tease for you guys. Give it a woman. Failure is not or sorry, dang it. Failure is an event, not a person. Yesterday ended last night. There you go. What does that mean? If you wallow in your failure that say you you know, whatever that failure may be, if you you gotta continue to think about it to grow um a lot of times you learn more when you uh don't succeed than when you do succeed because then you think you're you're too good and then you can't learn anything but so when you fail you know you gotta do your best to learn from it but don't let it destroy you and destroy your confidence just know that this is just a learning experience um and this is actually going to make you better in the long run sure and don't carry it over to the next day it ended last Mm -hmm. night don't carry those thoughts around with you unfortunately i know i'm very guilty of doing that and i think most folks are but it ended last night. Failure is an event, not a person. Just because you failed in an event doesn't mean you are a failure as a person. It was an event. Learn from that event and move on, just like you said. Awesome. Well, Austin, thank you so very much for joining us today. Excellent job, as always. Uh, any parting words for our listeners? Thank you very much for having me, and it was, it was lots of fun. I can see you can't keep your head out of that book. I know. I just, is that powerful or what? It is. That's He's like, I got to see more. I got to see what the next one is. That's excellent. And here's the thing. Once you read it once, you don't have to stop. Okay, I read it once. 
This is so easy and so simple. You can continuously read that. And obviously what you're doing is you're planting seeds of greatness in your mind. You cannot solve a problem <laughs> until you acknowledge that you have one and accept re responsibility for solving it. All right. That's, I'm done. Wow. That's, that's we, we could do like a, another hour of just these quotes here. Easy. And maybe, maybe we'll pick it up and go from there. Well, folks, uh, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day. I, I know I feel good about this, so I know it was impactful. I'm hopeful that you have the same excitement and energy and passion uh, toward the message we threw at you today as, as we did giving it to you. Please share your comments, feedback, let us know. Give us a little five-star review on Google or Apple, Google Play, whatever the, uh, the app thing is there. <laughs> We're available on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are worldwide now, so that's fantastic. Make sure you check out our social media pages, Kicking Life with Master Grogan on Facebook and Kicking Life dot, or period, Master Grogan on Instagram. And Instagram, we're closing in on, uh, I think today we'll pass 7,500 Instagram followers, which is fantastic. That baby, just in a, a short amount of time, has really moved from, I don't know, barely 500, boom, to, well, we're at 7,500 now, moving in the right direction. And how we continue to spread our message and do what we're doing to make a society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live is by all of you spreading the message as well. And collectively, folks, we are making a difference. We are making an impact. And we are making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. All right. Wass, thanks again, buddy. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you. Listeners, I love you. God loves you. Share that love with the world. Spread that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Have a wonderful day, and we will chat with you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.